HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Tabard Inn, new American cuisine in one of Washington, D.C.'s oldest hotels, located in DuPont Circle. For more information, visit tabardinn.com. This is Sherry Bayer from All in the Industry. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Magnifico Radio, bringing you the latest in ethical fashion, clean beauty, and sustainable living. I'm your host, Kate Black, and this is episode two, the real episode two. And today we're discussing beauty and the role of plants and organic farming in healthy beauty and personal care products. There's a quote in my book from LeRae Pepper, a former organic cotton farmer, and she says, quote, Consumers get what I put in my mouth. That organic apple has a direct impact on my health but they haven't got to the point yet where what I put on my body impacts me too. And that was certainly true for me for most of my life, but not for my two guests today. I'm thrilled to welcome Nicole Reckerbacher and Karen Stoldarden. Although you might not recognize them by name, you will by legacy. The daughter and wife of the late Horst Reckerbacher, whom the New York Times called the father of safe cosmetics, Horst founded Aveda in 1978, sold to Estee Lauder in 1997, and then began work on Intelligent Nutrients, a brand that uses food-grade organic ingredients in their line and is also moving plant stem cell research forward in the quest for products that work and are good for us. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's a privilege to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so, Karen, can you start with you and what's your role in Intelligent Nutrients and when did you start to get involved? So I've been involved with Intelligent Nutrients for um, quite some time now. Um, Intelligent Nutrients was a company that we had when we had Aveda. So um, it was definitely beauty from the inside out at that point and continues to be that case. Um, so uh, it's a shared responsibility between Nicole and I at the moment. Um, we're a small company, the little engine that could, and so we, um, we have a shared responsibility in terms of product development and creative and um, all things business, and uh, and that's really what we're doing right now. That's amazing. And so, Nicole, this was this was your upbringing, right? This yeah, is how you yeah. were I mean, born I was and like, raised. You know, pretty much raised on a plant based diet. <laughs> Are you vegetarian? But, no, no. But okay. um, I mean, I was when I was growing up. You know, my dad. Um, I'm born in uh, 1967, but when my dad 
was and he lived he's from Austria so he was a big uh, hairdresser and uh, was young he started doing hair at the age of 14 so his teenage years were hitting the competitions and he was uh, a master at styling hair you know it was always these beautiful you know coiffed hair and colors and and uh, he was really good at it and he big brands started to recognize him as this like very creative hairdresser so they brought him to the US to promote their brands and uh, he was on his second trip and he landed in Minneapolis Minnesota and got into a car accident and ended up staying there to pay off some bills um, from this car accident and then met my mom and had my brother and I and pretty much stayed there and uh, opened up his salons it was called Horst and Friends and uh, he was living the jet set lifestyle and he was going out doing his art and working with these big brands and he started to wear his body out and uh, realized um, that wasn't going to be sustainable and he wasn't happy with himself so he seeked an alternative and he found it through uh, Swami Rama and my mom and him went to India for some time and they came back and our life was transformed into this you know wellness and and really looking at what we put in and on our bodies and uh, eating a cleaner you know food and and um, getting in touch with the earth meditation and he transformed his salons at that point and was, had his salon with a yoga studio in the back of it. Oh, uh, he so lost brilliant. half his staff when he came back from India. But, you know, I mean, that was, that's what happens. He wasn't about changing people's minds. He was all about influencing them in a positive way and connecting with him um, within that. And so that's why when he really got into the wellness and, and, and being this hairdresser and connecting with his clients on a daily basis to make them feel beautiful, he really wanted to extend that into the wellness and caring and, and really looking at the products he was using on them. And so he developed in his kitchen with this um, guy from Shivnath, who is still at Aveda Corporation, that we had uh, when we owned Aveda. And uh, he's a wonderful man. And he and my, my dad and him were in the kitchen and uh, making shampoo. And he put a label on it. It was called Horst. And um, other people wanted it. And then he changed the name to Aveda because people were like, well, we don't want your name on it because everybody knows you. So it's a long story short. But uh, so that was the beginning. I mean, he wasn't a marketing master minded of like, this is what I'm going to do and, you know, went to school for it. He was doing it for himself and other people wanted what he was having. And that's really, I think I love um, in this realm and, and the entrepreneurial journey that's kind of based in values, like something that really kind of speaks to what you believe. Um, and, and I think that, I think we kind of got away from that as consumers, recognizing that as a, as a marketing message, but not really as a marketing message, as a core value of the products. So can you tell, Karen, can you talk about how that's woven into now Intelligent Nutrients? Like how is that, that ideology kind of continued on in his legacy and in his memory? Well, I mean, I think value is really the right word because that's really what we're talking about. It's These are choices that we make. And so for us, value is inherent to what we're creating. And so we really think about um, the ingredients and the choices that we're making from the very beginning. Some people call it farm to face, but for us, it's a very early conversation about product development, whether it's packaging or ingredients or what have you, and how we think about the choices that we're making so that we can make it easier for the people that are buying our products, quite frankly. And so uh, I think that one of the things that you know we're indoctrinated with, and many of the staff at um, Intelligent Nutrients, is that we live it. So it, it makes it an easy choice. It's something that we value. It's something that we think is really important to just our lifestyle. 
and um, and th- and that's really how we think about everything. So it's just firmly sort of woven in, ingrained, and indoctrinated into the way that we just think naturally about the business and what we're creating. And I love that. And I think, too, actually, um, when we start to think about all the incidents of illness and, like, there's probably not a family around that's not going through some sort of sickness or cancer or anything. And and so I know that a lot of those families, the first thing they think about is the food and and what they're putting inside as opposed to thinking just a little bit more about what they put on the outside. And so I know you guys are delving into technology and you're really kind of moving towards, towards having plants help us from the outside. So can one of you explain how plants can help us or well, heal you know, us? Well, plants are nutrients, you know, and these plants have survived in their own environment. If it's high altitude or, you know, marine life and algaes, um, and it's, it's taking those key components like plant stem cells or bioactive algaes and using them for the nutrients. So the antioxidants or the performance, holding moisture, you know, or whatever we're looking in, in that base formula, it's really about taking those key nutrients and putting it in a concentrated form to work with our own body chemistry because we're bioidentical to that. And with synthetics, it's not natural to our own body chemistry. So your body, and and it becomes like that free radical, your body and your cells start to fight it. And uh, and it, it, you know, toxins become a hormone disruption. And, you know, what we're doing and within the science and, and keying into cleaner safe ingredients and looking at how it's cultivated in the process process part and and really getting that formula about it's all performance based you know and that's the end goal is a performance base but what we are committed to do and what we've learned from just our historical piece and from when my dad first started is is really being that whole sustainability life cycle and really looking at from the soil how clean is the soil and that's why we certify you know, anybody who says they're organic or natural, there's no regulations in this beauty industry. We're self-regulated, you know, and that's why when you buy a fragrance, you don't even know what's in it because they don't even have to disclose it because it's the trade. It's a trade secret of the industry. So we work with certifications because they are our inspectors. They go and make sure the soil is safe. And every little process, even to the packaging, has to be within those standards and guidelines. And so, you know, I think... Um, but basically, in a nutshell, we're selling nutrients for our cells to thrive and protect themselves. But I also think a, a simple example would be natural essential oils, which we all talk about, but they have real physiological and psychological mm-hmm. benefits that synthetics don't. They, they are bioidentical, mm-hmm. and, and you do relate to them. You, you know immediately the difference, the way it smells, the way it feels, the way it interacts with you. And so I think that that is a, a very important distinction. And so let's just kind of break it down a little bit and do a little vocab lesson, because I know that when, if people haven't thought about this before, if this is the first time that they're starting to think, oh my gosh, like what's in my, what's in my medicine cabinet, what's on my, um, on my tub and, and lining my shower. So what, what, what do you, what do you use primarily to identify intelligent nutrients? Like what are some of the core words that you use? And then let's talk about some of the other industry terms that, that are confusing consumers. Well, I mean, I think, I think a simple one that we've used that has been our platform is USDA Organic. And that was an unusual move that we made um, over a decade ago in terms of identifying our products as organic rather than natural. And that's really a label that belongs in the food industry, but we felt that there wasn't a great certifying principle or body that would actually identify for the customer or the consumer what, what makes this organic. And so that requires a whole certification through a third-party third certification 
humidifier. It means no GMOs. It means purity, purity sustainability. It means a different um, plant seed from the get-go. And so that, for us, is a very basic distinguishing characteristic that we think is really important, and we use it as a platform for us. And you guys are also soil certified as yes, well. Yeah, so we, we use a lot of different seals depending on, you know, especially Cosmos certified in, in EU. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're way ahead of us, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it really depends on the formula. Like, we use plant stem cells, but that can't be certified because it's not agriculturally grown. Yeah. But it's the cleanest. There's no pesticides, herbicides, or fungicides. It's in a controlled lab. And you save, like, 100,000, you know, um, gallons of water because you don't even need to, to put water in there's no soil or anything like that so you're really getting this concentrated nutrients that is all about performance and working with your own body chemistry but it's totally clean and um so you know we're, we're really above organic yeah um but we're really about the sustainability and keying into nutrients but being sustainable within that that's you know, amazing. because that that's longevity. Yeah. You know, and I love the fact that you bring up the cosmos because I think people think that the um, and you mentioned it earlier that the that the industry is certified. Right. Or that the industry has, you know, that the FDA is looking out for us and well, looking that over, it's regulated. That right. It, yes. No. <laughs> that, that there's some the market, marketers are regulating it, which is scary. Well, and I think and I, one of the reasons why I um, and I talk about this in the book, but I also just do it in my life is I look towards European certifications because the EU has a much more yeah. stringent regulation. Yeah. So something I think now they're up to 1400 or 1500 suspected chemicals, suspected um, synthetics that they that are just on the no list. Yeah. Whereas Canada, which is where I'm from, and Japan have about 500 and then here in the US we have 11. Mm-hmm. So I think when when consumers start to realize that there's this radical difference between the safety of a consumer, <clears throat> excuse me, in Europe and a consumer here, yeah. then it need then you turn to brands that are looking for those certifications. Mm-hmm. So that means that you're adhering to all the European certifications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yeah. By the oh, yeah. yeah. Oh definitely. And you know there's 80,000 chemicals that are used in the beauty industry that have no safety data. 70,000 of these have been tested to, to be a hormone disruptor. So, or, ca- or carcinogenic in carcinogenic, their own right. Yeah, yeah. And who knows what happens when they're combined. You know, and, 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 and who wants to play in that field? You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be in that test. I just got goosebumps you know, when you, you said know? combined to right. <laughs> Because it's not even just the combined, it's also the off-gassing. Mm-hmm. And then it's the combination. I remember having this conversation with a beauty editor um, who, who gave me a lot of feedback on the book. And, and I, I said that to her. I was like, you know, the, these aren't tested for... Um, interactivity with other products. That's right. And she said, no, that's that's just marketing speak to get us to buy in the same line. And I was like, the research that I read says that yeah. that's not marketing speak. They, we don't know how, you know, the face lotion from this brand is counteracting with the you know, hairspray of that brand. We don't know what's happening. Well, and skin is the largest organ in our bodies. I mean, let's just remind ourselves of that. And what we apply topically is important. It's something that's worthwhile of a thoughtful choice. Yeah. And your skin is supposed to protect you. Yes. You know, it's it's your shield, you know, so we're putting toxins on it. And what's scary is it's the layering effect. Yes. You know, it's the multi-layering, but you know, it's even have to look into your dish cleaner, your fabric cleaner, or just your upholstery, 
you know, how toxic that is just within the manufacturing process. But that's the thing know? that I find most scary about beauty care products is that we don't actually think also about the inhalants and we don't think about mm-hmm. the air quality in our house. So mm-hmm. even though you're thinking about your skin and even though we're talking about the shield of the skin, there's all of this, you know, the, the mm-hmm. mists and the, the scents. And okay, well, we're going to talk about scents when we come back from this break. We're going to take a short break and be right back. The following program has been brought to you by Tabard Inn. Tabard Inn, Washington, D.C.'s quintessential small hotel, is located on a quiet, tree-lined street just five blocks from the White House. Vibrant yet unassuming, the Tabard is comprised of 40 sleeping rooms, each unique in character and design. Feast on eclectic American cuisine in their acclaimed restaurant or enjoy a cocktail and listen to live jazz in one of their cozy Victorian seating areas. Mingle with travelers from around the world who find the Tabard the only place to stay when taking their travels to Washington. For more information, visit tabardin.com. All right, we're back. This is Kate Black, and you're listening to Magnifico Radio, and I'm sitting here with Nicole and Karan of Intelligent Nutrients. So we're having a frank conversation about clean beauty. So let's let's delve into the word natural. How do you feel about the word natural on personal care products? Meaningless. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, does, it, does, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's a wonderful word, and we all want to use natural, but it has no important significance in terms of what's inside the product. Yeah. A lot of things can be natural. So really you need to look for specificity when you're thinking about if you're wanting something that's pure and clean and safe. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it's a buzzword of the industry, the marketers. It's like natural. Well, you know, GMO is considered natural. Uh, plastic, you know, and, and or petroleum comes from the, the earth, you know, and it turns into a plastic. I mean, that's all natural. So, you know, what does that mean? And that's why we really go the certification route, you know, and, and, and really making sure that um, we're being transparent within mm-hmm. our message and teaming up with the right people who are like-minded and, and working I, from the same place. Yeah, I love that. And you guys came up with your own certification, right? Harmonically. We did. Yeah. We did. Because I think we, we operate under um, also principle of it's our own moral compass, and it's important to us for our own choices that we want to make for ourselves. And so that for us, it, it comes from a place inside us that we really wanted to do something that felt right. And so um, without getting into this crazy labeling war that's out there, we felt like we needed to identify that we were doing something that was clean and pure. And you share that label with some suppliers or some, or that's just for yourself? That's just for ourselves. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about what's available in the product line because your dad is renowned Mm -hmm. for hair. So we come from the hair industry. So we work at that professional level. So um, my mom was an esthetician. My father was a hairdresser and we had our own school and, you know, that was our test lab, actually. You know, we, we, we work with humans, (laughs) you know, and our customers to test our products. So when we design our products, 
we put that, and I was a hairdresser. I grew up. I started doing hair at, at the age of 13. So, you know, we have that mindset of, like, what would that hairdresser want and what do they need in the performance and that piece of it. And what you were talking about is, like, uh, earlier before we went to break about the sprays and people constantly using the layering of these type of products that they're using. I mean, think about the hairdresser and how many times they whip out that hairspray yeah. bottle, you know, and, and God forbid it's an aerosol and those nanoparticles floating around in the air. I mean, the hair industry is a pretty toxic industry. And then that, that's why we're so true to it, too, to, to really get our message and influence people in the right way for the healthy hairdresser and really think about what's going on in the salon. And you have to have great air filtration in a salon by law, you know, because of the particles and everything that's around. But we, we work with plant-based ingredients and, and food-grade ingredients. And so what you're smelling is nutrients for, for, for your body, you know. So um, it's that exposure piece. So when we design our products, it's with that professional in mind of how they can use it for their clients to skin, hair care, um, but it's also about the results, you know, because at the end of the day, we all want products that work. You yeah. know, this is great that we're making sure our, our soil doesn't have, you know, sludge or sewage sludge and, you know, whatever, you know, toxins and pesticides, fungicides, herbicides or whatever is in there. But we all want products that work, that make us feel good, that we can connect with um, and that smell great. You yeah. know, and um, I, mean, I think that's really important because if it doesn't work, then you're not going to want to use yeah, it. And that's the reason. That's human nature. So it yeah. needs to feel. You know, I think that's one of our goals: is something that feels luxe, that feels mm-hmm. wonderful, that just has a sensory experience that and, that, yeah. that 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 resonates with you. Yeah. Well, and I have to full disclosure here, I use your products um, and I use particularly the hair shine because I actually, I'm a creature of bad habits. Right. So I do my hair before I do my face uh-huh. and then once I do my face, I usually eat breakfast uh-huh. and I don't wash my hands in the middle. So I once I realized that I was putting uh-huh. hair lotion on my hands running it through my hair, then using those same hands to put stuff on my face and then going to yeah. eat breakfast I and I still can't break that habit so now it's important for me that I use a product that You're I good. know You're that good. I can, you know. Yeah, well, you know, my dad was famous in, in 2008. We uh, came out the first lifestyle full brand of USDA certified organic, and he would drink the hairspray in a beautiful uh, champagne glass and salute the industry. <laughs> Just to demonstrate. Say, yeah, Listen say, up. look at, look at here. Yep. Um yeah, it's you know? important and, because you, know, you realize, I mean, it doesn't like, it doesn't taste fabulous. No. I, you know, but but it's so safe. You know what I mean? It's not meant to be. Well, I, th- I, th- I, think, it's, the I think it was it. meant to make a point. Like yeah. you really, you know, because I think that it, people have a hard time transitioning from food to personal care and what's in your space. And for whatever reason, we haven't gotten to that place where people are thinking more broadly about their own personal environment. And I think when he did that, that was really about. Let's, you know, let's pay attention here. Think about what you're putting on your body, what you're putting in your body. Just give it some thought. And I think that it was a very poignant moment and it was a head turner. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. So intelligent nutrients we can turn to for shampoos, conditioners, hair, supplements, Oh yeah. What kind of So we have, we have a super seed and telomere antioxidant. It is the powerhouse 
antioxidants. Nutraceuticals. Yeah, it helps to fight free radicals that okay. we, our body is fighting every day. And it's and 98% of all our products, there's just a few aromatics that we don't put it in because it's, it's, those are, you know, the aromas piece of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we put it in there because of the antioxidant level. And uh, that's our own proprietary blend. And um, it's it's absolutely, I mean, my kids take it. I, I live by it. I mean, you know. And I'm looking at your skin. And I, like, I haven't been able to stop staring at it. Like, you two have just well, you know, zero wrinkles. That's what happens when you grow up in the industry. It's so stunning. You know, thank you. And so you do know, you guys have you. skincare as well? Yes. Oh, yeah, nutrients? we have a full line of skincare. Oh, and yeah. you use it? Oh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're our best advocates. Yes. I mean, I'm so excited for our first. Uh, uh, we have this amazing. It's called Time Traveler. It has two plant retinols to hit your dermal layers and really work with your own cells and and rejuvenate and give the the skin that beautiful vitality look. It, it is just absolutely it's an awesome product. It's a game changer, and mm-hmm. it's just it just came out. I'm super excited. So you can have all the things that you can get from, say, a Vogue ad of. Uh, you know, a famous movie star proclaiming all of these kind of anti-aging, amazing qualities, performance qualities. You can get all of those in an all-natural product. Oh, yeah. You know what? But eat well, too. You know what? Well, I mean? You know, it's holistic. You know, drink your I, water. That, that's real. I mean, you have to be real. I mean, yeah. I think that when you're thinking about these kinds of things, you are taking a much more holistic approach yeah. to yeah. everything that that's, again, in your personal space, yeah. ingesting it, and not. So I think that's that that's really what it's about. It's, it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like moving your body. I mean, we're animals. We're meant to move on a daily basis. It's reconnecting with your body and your mind and working with uh, bioidentical ingredients and nutrients, you know, but also looking at what you're putting in your body and what you feed yourself, but your kids and your environment, it, it goes together. It's a whole life cycle. Well, the more people that do it, the better it's it is. Yeah, yeah, it's connecting and reconnecting. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so favorite products, because I saw you open your purse and you pulled out two, and actually well, this one know, I recommend all the time, to especially my mommy friends, because I'm like... you. Yeah, it's great, and it smells great too. And it's natural. Like the, finally, yeah. the FDA actually, I should have given them their the little six, nod. Decided yeah. that triclosan is now dangerous, and so right. you know it's going to start coming out of this um, antimicrobial. But we use so much as as society, so much antimicrobial in this country. It's, too much. it's scary. It's too much. And so very, you very have this scary. natural. So, yeah, I travel with. Um, my sanitizer it, it is a USDA certified organic it's great for kids if they do you know lick their hands it's yeah. totally safe it has a beautiful vanilla aroma it's it's soothing but it's not drying yeah. you know and uh, but it it does it does kill you know, the, the yucky stuff that we don't want, um, that we're constantly touching. If you're opening up a door, just, you know, it's a good quick fits, fix. I travel with it. I spray the seat and everything. We have it in all our um, stores. We have I it have in our friends New York. who have your little obsession. Yeah. So I think, and I think you made a good point. Like, if you're a mom and if you have kids, then you should definitely be well, using. at our stores, we have um, one in, uh, just opened up on 5th Avenue in New York City. We have one in Mall of America. And we also have our headquarters in Minneapolis. And we have the the little pumps right outside the oh. store and kids will come up and just put it like on their face because they're just like this smells so good and you know it's it's like don't worry it's certified organic it's, it's, it's safe you know <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but um, yeah you know we're, we're all about results but looking at the sustainable piece of it but it's all about safety too um, yeah. you know and then I have my dad's uh, aroma that we did tribute pharmacy 
he was a seer and a seeker. So he had these two beautiful aromas, and it's it's really him and who he was and his, his scent and 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 the uh, plant aromas that he loved so much. So this was uh, is the seek. Version. So I just love to kind of put that on and get the sensories going, get the feel good. And and why do you guys use the term aroma instead of like perfume or fragrance? Like why why are we? I mean, I, th- I think aroma. I mean, they are interchangeable. I think that perfume is more associated with uh, the synthetic right. portion mm-hmm. of the industry, and so I think it was just a way to delineate and um, make a make a point about the the. Uh, what we're act- what the difference in our products, what we're really yeah. using, which is our natural essential oils or essences. So I think that's probably why we use it. Yeah, I mean, a fragrance is there to mask what something or overwhelm someone's sensory, you know, and, and it's pretty toxic. It's not regulated, you know. That's like the trade secret. They can put whatever they want in it. But we use aromatherapy. We're using plants for their actives. These are actives. They're not there to hide a base. They're there to enhance that formula. And the pure plant essences and aromatherapy you use, you, have to, you don't have to use, you know, so much preservatives within a formula because they're natural preservatives. Yeah, they, they have a sense of you purpose know, within yeah, the product. Yeah, they're antibacterial, and so antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's there to design to function but also have that sensory piece which is part of the performance of a product. You right. know, you're giving you that feeling of calmness or or energizing. You know, it aromas affect people in different ways and plant chemistry affects people in different ways and it's just tuning into that and that person finding what works for them. It's a very personal choice yeah. too. What how someone might react to one aroma or one specific essential oil or essence is different than how someone else might react. Um, a horse would always say, you know, there's a memory response there. So if you had a negative experience with lavender, you might not like lavender, whereas someone who had a very positive, you know, positive memories of a childhood or, or you know, whatever, um, that then you would gravitate towards that and that would have a you have a wonderful pleasurable experience from that and so that's a little bit of that interplay with the the natural essential oil piece of it as well that's amazing i can't believe that the time is almost up we've gone so quickly so let's just imagine that we've blown the head off of some of the listeners and so we've really kind of scared them and and kind of reawakened i hope we haven't scared people not just about the facts and the chemicals and everything so what's one thing that what's one thing that you tell people when they all of a sudden they realize you know that the fda is not protecting us for example or that there's you know 80,000 chemicals in the world like so what's the one kind of okay it's all right like what's the one thing that you advise people to to move in the direction of or to make some small change or what do you think is well we all have choices and I think that uh, you know we're all consumers and I think that um, there are choices out there that are better for you and that is the reality and so if you can find something that speaks to you um, of course, we advocate for something that is pure, that is clean, that is safe, non-toxic, you know, organically based, plant stem cell based, something along those lines, and incorporate that into your lifestyle. And it can just be one small step, but I think once you open that door, that's the beginning of a, a sense of and I, I, enlightenment. You know, I know that's a kind of a big word, but I think it is a little bit of an eye-opening process, and that's what it, and that's what it is. It's a process. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to decode a lot of ingredients, and it can get a little scary, but it doesn't need to be scary. You can just, it's all about taking the steps, baby steps, one, one step at a time, but being consistent within that. That's the key of a lifestyle. But really, you know, to keep it simple, look for certification, especially when you buy your food, is look, you know, local, where it's grown, um, certified organic, 
you know, and become, you know, in, in ingredient savvy. The website, webs, I mean, the whole social media and like brands that are out there, you'll know if they're doing it and how they're, they're messaging themselves and just being in the know to make the better decisions and get your information. There's so much information on, at our fingertips now. And, and, you know, it's, it's, there's good brands. There's a lot of people out there doing the right thing, but there's a lot of people that aren't. Yep. They're, they're on the bed. Yeah. Pay just attention. pay attention pay and attention. look at the key ingredients and look, look for certification. Mm -hmm. Really wise yeah. words. So thank you so much oh, both for coming. You. Thank, thank, you. thank you. My guests today have been Nicole Reckenbacher and Karen Stordalen of Intelligent Nutrients. You can find more on their website, which is intelligentnutrients.com. As Nicole mentioned, their new store is opening in New York, 1 Fifth Avenue, but they're sold in over a 1,000 um, shops across America. I'd like to thank Roberta's, which is the home of Heritage Radio Network, where you can find us each Monday live at 1 o'clock. You can always listen to Magnifico Radio on iTunes or Stitcher. Please check out our blog or sign up for our newsletter at Magnifico.com, and you can find us on social, Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.